0: Welcome back my friends to the show that never ends motor run in Welcome to the Green Industry Podcast. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Get ready to ride along on our fall road tour powered by Toro, Jobber, Entrepreneur Academy, and Ballard Products. We are traveling the Midwest, talking with green industry leaders, discovering best practices and practical strategies to maximize profits. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro. Hey, what's up,
1: fam? Welcome back to the Fall Road Tour. I am Paul Jameson, joined here with Naylor Talleyferro, who has helped me host this Fall Road Tour. And uh, really, we've had a lot of funny jokes, but uh, Naylor has kept things in order on this trip. So <laughs> more stories to come on that. And uh, thanks again to Danny Lanier for taking time out of his day. He's out there core aerating before we came and uh, took some time uh, to hang out with us today to share his lawn care business story. And then going to get back to it uh, this afternoon with some more core aeration. So we are going to continue our conversation with Danny Lanier from Lanier
0: Lawn Care. And of course, we're going to get to that interview in just a moment. Now, if you're listening in what we call real time, which means Thursday, October the 15th, coming up at 5 p.m. Central Time today is the 2021 Landscape Contractor new product launch with Toro. So if you've signed up for that event or you haven't signed up yet, look for the link that Paul's going to provide in today's show notes so that you can check out the biggest, the baddest, the beast that is coming. That's just going to make uh, your business run a little bit more. If From start to finish, Toro has you covered with an all-new professional lineup. Check out the Z-Master 4000 zero-turn mower. Equipped with Horizon 360, there's also a new Z-Master 2000, grandstand multi-force attachments for every season, and a new 21-inch 60-volt heavy-duty walk mower. For more information, go to Toro.com slash professional. Toro.com slash professional. It's true, people develop a first impression of you before you even open your mouth. And a clean uniform and appearance earns trust and speaks volumes. Metro Merch is your go-to for quality custom apparel, from work to office showing professionalism with comfort in mind. We have a vast range of canvases available to accommodate any time of the year or season, from personal batches to mass quantity available to order. Mention Green Industry Podcasts and receive a discount of 15% off your entire order. Check out Metro Merch LLC on Instagram for order ideas, color schemes, and canvases. Metro Merch LLC.
1: Hey friends, Paul here, and we want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Jobber. From the quote request to the moment you are paid, Jobber brings everything together to make the entire job and customer experience seamless. Jobber makes it easy to get more work through online booking and quoting. To get started, just head over to getjobber.com to start your free
0: 14 day trial. The Green Industry Podcast Fall Tour continues once again, Paul Jamison and Naylor Taliaferro.
1: All right, chatting with Danny Lanier of Lanier Lawn Care. Want to dive deeper into your business story. So let's talk kind of back-end office work. Is, is your wife involved with the business? How do you do your bookkeeping? How do you you know, navigate your day in and day out operations. Tell us a little bit about the the family life, the work life balance, how you run the business side of Linear Lawn Care.
2: Well, my office is downstairs, away from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> um, I literally use uh, I use a couple different things. I've, I've used Turf Hop and I use uh, Yardbook. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I do this is because I love the way Turf Hop runs everything. Uh, And I can keep track of all of my receipts and everything, take pictures of them, you know, and store it uh, all from an app. Mm -hmm. But I like yard books when it comes to billing. Mm -hmm. So I literally have all of my clients in both. I use yard books strictly for billing, and I use turf hop for everything else.
1: Did Didn't You started at 2016 a lot longer after Naylor and I, so did you get to start off with the CRM right out of the gate? or did
2: No. You- um, I was doing everything with books. Uh, oh. I, I had uh, my wife printed off these Excel spreadsheets that oh, she had man. made up yeah. so I could put... The uh, customer's name at the top, Mm -hmm. and then uh, I had probably 25 to 30 spots Mm -hmm. below that that I would put the date, the time, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I would put whether or not they paid off to the side when they paid. Um, And then, you know, I mean, it literally what I did, you know, I would put mow edge trim or whatever I did that day. To where, if they said, "Oh, well, when did you trim the bushes?" I could go back and go, "Well, I trimmed the bushes on this day," um, and so that's how I literally did everything was was through a notebook.
1: Yeah, that's and- kind of how I started too. And shout out, uh, This uh, fall road tour is sponsored by Jobber, and, and for you guys who are starting in your first year, start off with a CRM. I literally, basically, had the same really? system. <laughs> it's and so much when easier. you have a CRM, uh, whether you use Jobber or was it Yardhop, um, her- Yard Hop, Yard Book, Yard. Uh, books, yeah, there's, lot there, there's so there's so many of them, and and again, thank you to Jobber for making this you know tour possible. But that's one thing that if you're starting a business in 2020 or 2021, the technology available out there. You and Greg Chisholm and I were talking about this at breakfast. Like, it's so much technology that we can use to mm-hmm. make our business efficient. Yeah, there's so. there's
2: three things I would recommend: CRM. Uh, I would recommend getting an accountant. It is not as expensive as you think it is. Uh, Like that is the number one thing. If I had to do over again, um, was that and guys, insurance is really not that expensive neither. So uh, the three things right there from the top. I mean, and a Google business, totally free. Mm -hmm. No reason why you shouldn't have one. That's. I mean, you got to think of how a lot of these clients find companies in the beginning, whenever I personally go to look for something, I Google it, you know, and then I usually go to that Google business part.
1: And, and do you feel like a professionalism? Cause I, I was trucking the truck my first year. And then when I got general liability insurance, bookkeeper, accountant, CRM, when I got all that stuff, like I just started treating my business so much different. Cause like, I have so much overhead I got to pay for. It's like, my mind grew up real fast mm-hmm. when I had those things that helped my business. But can you guys relate or Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's, it's totally different because you've got way more money coming out. So then you're like, you're not spending the the money on petty stuff anymore. You're like, Oh wait, mm-hmm. now I've got this. I've got to pay for plus I've got, you know, I don't do anything during the winter. Um, and so throughout the Amen. year I save my money all the way. If, if my money to get through, Five months of winter is what I usually save up for guaranteed five months. Usually I'm working into uh, November at least. So I need December, January, February, March, April. Yeah. Uh, because you never know when you're going to start around here. It could be March. It could be April. Yeah. It could be May. But at least if I can even start in May, I've got enough in savings mm-hmm. that I could still get through May. So, um, you know, it's it's not that big of an issue. And there's times I get bored and I'm like, you know, uh, but I like spending time with my family. And so during the work year, you're, you're gone so much. And like, you know, it's Saturday right yeah, now and I'm, yeah. I was working, um, right. and I'll be working when y'all leave and tomorrow, uh, Sunday, I'll be working, you know, right. Monday I'll be working. So it's, I like taking that extra time and spending it with my family when over you the can, winter time. Yeah, it's yep. a
3: good recovery time. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: Johnny Moe, he's a YouTuber that I watch. I'm in Atlanta, so we do have the luxury of you know pruning and doing mulch, pine straw, January, February. So you could take a couple weeks off if you want in the Atlanta market, but you can make revenue year-round uh, for my friends in the ATL. But how how would you – um, suggest for those in the Midwest and North that need to save the winter fund, like Johnny Mo says, I want to have my money saved by Labor Day for
3: the winter. Yeah, okay, He's got the four quarter system because yeah. he's all about sports. And so, so.
1: I personally don't do that because I don't, I, I can hustle in December, yeah. and January. But for those who are in this weird region of Missouri, where it's not going to snow enough to plow, but it's going to be dormant and cold to work, What's your system to make sure that money is actually there? Well, by I know, the end of the I know season? how
2: much my bills are mm-hmm. per month because, uh, a lot of me and my wife split the bills, mm-hmm. um, because it's easier for me to have a company mm-hmm. account, my personal account, then she has her own account. Okay. Um, and so she, we take all the bills, we split it down the middle. So, uh, so, you know, let's say it's. $5,000. Well, my half is $2,500. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I know exactly how much it's, you know, around about. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go a couple hundred dollars over that per mm-hmm. se. So I know uh, by the time the season starts, usually by September is when my goal is to have all of that money saved up. So usually within five months. So I mean, I'm usually saving, you know, 10,000 plus uh, into an account within mm-hmm. five to six months at the most because we've got mulch. Um, So, I mean, if if you're out and you're selling the jobs, then there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, People are wanting their bushes trimmed. You know, I mean, you've got these clients already. uh, Upsell them. You know, I mean, hey, you need, do you need mulch? This is, you know, hey, I noticed your bushes need trimming while I'm here. Uh, Would you like me to take care of that next week? Or, hey, I've got my hedge trimmers in the car or the truck, actually. You know, we can take care of it right now. Um, And, you know, making them extra extra sales and stuff is just going to help you take that money and put it back as well. But um, a lot of things that really help as well is, the affiliate links and uh I mean let's just be honest YouTube affiliate mm. links um I let all that save up throughout mm. the whole year so I don't I never touch it uh so when winter comes I can you know call these affiliate places and go hey I'll take my check now you know and so I've got four checks coming in from different affiliates that I never touched throughout the whole year so I mean that helps a lot and then YouTube mm-hmm. uh helps a lot so I mean it's it without that I mean it's still I still like having, you know, I mean, I still know how much I need to save up, how much I bring in a month, how much, you know, so it's really not that hard because, uh, I mean, I'm at 47 properties and with 47 properties, I'm, I can easily pay my bills and have plenty of money left over. So, uh, within a month, usually I've got two to three months already, you know, saved up. Uh, so it's, it's really not that hard to put back. It's just how well are you managing your money? Um, And are you spending it on stuff that you don't need? Like, you know, I mean, leaf season's coming up. If you got a 770, do you really need to buy an 8010? Um, You know, I mean, is that extra money you need to spend with winter being right here on the edge? Or do you have enough, you know, I mean, you've got to look at, everything you got to look ahead it's just like playing pool you've got to look you know, <laughs> literally it's just like playing pool got to, you got you focus three balls four balls ahead yeah to if you're
1: know good you're man do. i so, just take one shot at a time yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah oh if so, you yeah. have a lot of leaves the eighty ten definitely is something yeah. you might want oh, to consider yeah. it definitely helps yeah.
2: so i mean if you've got the 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 clients and you've got the work to take care of that then go for it, you know, hey, you've, you're, you're fixing a, you know, keep your 770 and have two blowers, you right. know, uh, if something breaks down, then you've got a backup, right. and uh, that's the reason I keep my 770, is if something was to happen to the 8010, I've got a backup.
3: Right, so are those 47 properties weekly or bi-weekly, a they're, combination?
2: They're a combination, uh, I think there's about 10 of them that are bi-weekly, and most of them are uh, commercial, and I've got two uh, residentials that are bi-weekly, so, uh, literally, the only reason I kept them was because they have pretty much been with me since I started. Mm. Um, I've raised their price to make it worth my while. Uh, and I was like, if they take it, they take it. If not, then so be it. But you you walked around my yard. It's a pretty small yard. Right. Um, if somebody wanted to do biweekly, it's $50 minimum. Like, minimum. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Right. Um, that's what it's going to be. And uh, because during the growing season... Um, I can't just cut a property one time and leave it looking like that. Like, yeah. even though it cuts nice, uh, the grass clippings drive me absolutely up the wall. So, right. I mean, I'm still going to double cut that property and make it look nice. My name is on that. But it's easier to do with, uh, a, you know, having a low amount of biweeklies. Uh, but I talked to people down in Oklahoma and uh, and. and you know it's hard for them to get weekly properties down there, mm. so uh, their company is pretty much based off of bi-weeklies. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, you know it's it's so weird that it's totally different three hours away from here right. uh, to where here it's like I can I can be picky um, down there. They can't be so picky about. Yeah, and you if know, you
1: guys live in Atlanta, there's no such thing as bi-weekly. Yeah. Don't don't give yourself the headache. It's, right. This is a different climate. I'm, right. I'm I'm kind of looking at the grass in the different regions. I've
3: been able to travel around and. It's just... Yeah. This well, is for
1: Missouri, not Atlanta. <laughs> right. And and,
3: and and the reason, you know, so, and I would just want to say that the, the reason why I ask, because we can go down a whole rabbit hole of biweekly versus weekly. And, and I truly believe that there, I mean, there's true biweeklies and mm-hmm. they serve a purpose and there's nothing right. wrong with that. But I think what we always talk about is the biweeklies that should be weekly and the people are just trying to save Cheap, money yeah. and all this stuff and they're giving you more work and more wear and tear. And people are like, no, they're commercial mower. There's no wear and tear. Like, uh, there's wear and tear in yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. You can't just. One
2: time and yeah, you can't
3: out, just plow through stuff, you know, all the time and think it's fine and dandy because it's a commercial mower and it's invincible. No, you're going to wear the life down on that. You might not know right away, but four years from now, it's going to be a piece of junk. Versus if you take care of it properly and you mow nice weekly lawns, and you're only cutting off, you know, a third of the grass right. at a time and all that. So it's all about true bi-weeklies and weekly.
1: Yeah, and it's a Peto alert immediately if right? you're in the Atlanta area, Mark. I know we have a lot of podcast listeners in Atlanta, but as soon as someone's like, hey, Paul, do you do bi-weekly? My, my, my uh, red flag <laughs> yeah. alert's like, this customer's yeah. cheap, and I want the customers, like you said, you can upsell uh, the pruning, the mulch. That's where we make money. Yeah, is aeration, uh, seeding, like, yep. Exactly. That's like the maintenance is the foundation to get you in so you can upsell on all those other services at a high profit margin.
2: Yeah, and the reason I want to get into the fertilization part is I want to be pretty much the guy that can take care of you know, I can do your full bowling, I can do yeah. your fertilization. Right. Uh, but that's I, what I, you do, do I? Don't yeah, want to certainly. get into snow mm-hmm. removal, man. I just don't want to get into snow right. removal. I've seen some so many issues with people. With well, and snow it's not removal. consistent, or
3: it's it's just got to be bonus, you know. So it's hard to invest in something that's not more mm-hmm. um, guaranteed. You know, the further north you go, that's that's like a whole other part of their yeah, business. We haven't had you know? much
2: here lately. So yeah, we
3: like... had zero last year. That's like I don't remember the last time we had zero accumulation. It was and a couple years before that, we had our yearly total accumulation in one storm. And I was out like all day snow blowing everybody's driveway. It's like, oh my gosh, it's, it's like either feast or famine in yeah, this, this whole miss. central region here all the way across. It's crazy. But the, the main, the other reason why I asked about weekly or biweekly was because people get caught up in the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. So many people get caught up in the numbers and you know, you're like, oh, I have 47, but like you hear people, oh, I have 80 lawns. I have a hundred lawns, but they're biweekly. Mm-hmm. So you're only doing like 45 a week. Right. Like, People get you guys and get you're caught spending up. extra time right. on the ones, right? The next and, time and also, but you're getting caught up. well, even if they're true bi-weeklies, like right. I mean, if they're all true bi-weekly, like they're doing all like you know rural stuff, and you know it's more weeds than grass, it's not irrigated. Those are true bi-weeklies. You're just flying through them just right. like a normal weekly yard, uh, and that might be the only thing you have. But what I'm saying is, people get caught up in the numbers. So many times, how many times people, how many yards you have, how many this time? Mm-hmm. they get caught up in them because they want to compare themselves, and and that's tough because we're in different areas of the country. How many you charge all that stuff right. that's yeah, all different them. but also you know the the, the numbers you the, the key question is how many weekly yards do you have or how many yards do you have is that weekly or bi-weekly those are the key questions so that if you really want it because i still think that's important to gauge you know like what maybe is possible and what you can do okay the average guy can do like 50 yards a week right they might have a hundred yards total yeah. but like even greg that was his thing. He had like 80 yards, but they were bi, like so many of them were bi weekly, and he would like alternate, you know, and he had he had his calendar laid out, remember, and he was like, These are my Monday bi weeklies, you know, for this week, and next week, these are my other Monday bi weeklies. Yeah, them up. Yeah, and you just alternate. So this way you don't have a massive amount in one day. You have a consistent 10 or 15 or 20, you know, each. Each Monday, but they're different 15 or 20 mm-hmm. each Monday, you know. But so that gives you a total amount of counts, but that also gives you more work at, towards right. the end of the season, too. Because the more accounts you have, the more additional work you could have, like leaf removal and add on services. So it's good to have that quantity. And when you're solo, I hear a lot of guys say that's where they're able to add more, they can do 80 accounts because they have a bunch of bi-weeklies mixed in there so they're not doing 80 in a week by themselves or yeah, are doing like 50 wanna, or something
2: i don't even want to take on bi-weeklies uh my commercial properties they pay real well um, and so it's well worth, you know, Right.
1: what, by what by is weeklies. the, I, I, we haven't, when Naylor and I got lost in Missouri <laughs> <laughs> on our way over here, uh, so again, but <laughs> we, we haven't seen like too much of the size of the properties and all that, but what's kind of your averages on the weeklies? What's kind of the range? You don't have to give us like the exact details, but what's like a range of, are these $30 maintenances, 40, 50, 60, what's kind of like the range for your, um, your customer? I base? do a
2: lot of, I've, I've got a lot of small properties like the size of my yard, you know, which is, I know y'all can't see my it's, yard. It's small. Um, it's it, it's, the, it's the, yeah. the grass portion. It's literally the, my whole lot is a uh, 0.33. So a third of an acre, uh, the whole lot that's including the house, the driveway, everything. So, uh, you know, I mean, it's not very big once you, once you take how big the house and everything is, um, and take that off of it. But this is about, uh, the size of majority of my properties, okay. except for my, My acreage properties, um, which I've got around probably ten that are bigger sized, but majority of them are like this, and they're minimum thirty five bucks, you know. Um, And I learned uh, later on in the game that you know this year I started making it forty bucks, Mm -hmm. and uh, I started making it to where um, you know I've I've lost the whole time I've been doing this. Believe it or not, I've lost seventy dollars. That's all I've ever lost. I've never lost. I've never had a client not pay meaning when you ask
1: a customer to raise the price, they've always said yes. Or just people not paying you,
2: uh, people not paying. Okay. Like, uh, you know, you get to the end of the year and it's like, Oh, this guy still owes me money. Um, you know, I mean, I've literally only had that happen one time. Uh, but I started early in the game. I started telling people, you know, from the get go, Hey, you know, my reputation is, is there. It's it's on Facebook. It's on Google. It's a, it's everywhere. It, you called me for a reason. Um, if you want me to mow your lawn, we're gonna get a we're gonna get a uh, connection together. And in order for us to get a, that connection together, you're gonna to pay me a month in advance mm-hmm. for at least four or five months. Um, <clears throat> and then once you pay me in advance for four or five months, and we get that relationship working, then we can try the you know I bill you weekly or monthly or however works best for you. Um and I've never had anybody literally since I've started doing that, I've never had any it it seems like they just continue to pay in advance. Yeah. Uh because it's like, well, we're already there, you know, I don't we've even been given it the this. My,
1: my policy is on the 1st of every single month. I go into Jobber and I charge their card on file. So for November 1, they'll pay through November. So I already got the money up front. Right. For and I don't even give them the option that
2: Yeah. See, I haven't I haven't transformed into that card on file thing yet. Uh Um, With everything that's been going on, I've I've been kind of leery about it. So I'm like, well, we'll just wait, you know. And uh, so this is actually the second year I've put it off of of doing it. I've heard a lot of people doing that, and uh, and it it kind of scares me. Why? Uh, Well, I'm scared that uh, you know. I mean, I feel about how I know how I feel about giving somebody my card information. Mm -hmm. So. Uh, I don't want to do it. Mm. Um, I'm not going to do it. So uh, I I feel like majority of the clients would feel the same way and be like, well, if that's the only way we can do it, then I'm not going to worry about keeping you when I can pay Joe Schmo, you know, cash or whatever, you know. Um, But you
3: should try it, though, because there are people that have the same mentality as you, but the majority of them, I believe, would surprise you. Yeah, but
1: you can't go into it all the the Danny skeptical as you as a consumer and and kind of, well, I'm trying, like, I'm just –
3: this is our you know, policy. Hey, this yeah. is our
1: this is our policy, and actually, it emails the CRMs are all different, but with Jobber, you email them, and then they can actually, you know, they can put right. there. So it's not like you're like, you know, you know, get in the card information.
2: Yeah, see, you, I could I could do that too, um, <clears throat> which I may I may start next year. But because like it's when you so go, much easier to here. Here's yeah. the, you know, we're using this platform. You can pay online, right? Well, I you think know.
1: something's going to sweep the industry over the next few years because you go to mcdonald's to get your yogurt parfait right naylor <laughs> likes yogurt parfaits i found out <laughs> but when you go in there they they have you pay mm-hmm. before you get the parfait yeah. right and you don't you don't question you're like no no no, give me the parfait and then i'll let me go out to my glove department and get a dollar whatever right
2: yeah so but yeah, that's just that. i'll be right back
1: yeah it's just we just as a consumer that's just how it is you right pay then you get your product or your parfait yeah it's like and in you know, in, long, in long care it's like if you just have that confidence well yeah you just it's prepay then They'll just pay, they'll just pay, and you could, you you have to show up and do what you say you do. The moment right. you break that trust, then it ain't going to work. But if yeah. you like you said, you have the credibility. But it's been transformational for me as someone who Greg Chisholm was like, "Man, July Fourth was here, and they haven't even paid yet for the whole year." <laughs> yeah, right, right. And yeah. so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." I remember that yeah. and, and chasing checks, and then they finally pay, and they're still behind. And just mm-hmm. like, man, I I can't stress enough having pay up front. So
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's literally what I started doing with all the new clients. And I was like, take it or take it or don't. You don't, you know. I mean, it ain't going to bother me one way or another. But the credit card on file thing, for sure, you
3: should definitely, you know, give that a try. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily demand it for everyone. I wouldn't recommend doing that necessarily for all of 47 people. But like the new ones, the for new sure. ones, that's, new that's your policy. Yeah. But then I, I would still send it out to the 47 clients like, hey, this is – Our new option. This is a new convenience we're offering you. You know, so you can pay quickly and easily online. It's secure. You don't even give me your information. You just put it into the site on your invoice and you pay it like any other thing these days. Yeah, that that would be totally different. So, and then uh, you'll probably have a whole bunch of people that would do it. Yeah, and people that don't like like you that don't feel comfortable with it. They just they just won't. And you're not necessarily demanding it. But the new people, you're like, this is our new policy. And I've recently only had one person, one new person that was like ready to go. Okay, your price is good. You know, you've got great. Views. Let's go. And in that, in the, um, in the estimate email, it says in order to start service for you, you need to provide a credit card on file just for, um, for late payments. So like the way I, I don't automatically bill everyone, I, I make sure that, that it's, it's just for late payments. So if you're past due, I automatically charge your card. So that's just a protection thing. Cause there are still a ton of people right. that I have that they're just all about checks and all that stuff, or, or they, they, they do their banking online yeah. and their their bank just sends us checks. I get a ton of checks like that. Yeah. And it is frustrating to go deposit all that and whatnot, but at the end of the day I don't want to aggravate, you know, eighty people and all that stuff. So uh, I just make sure they have the credit card on file so I still get my money either way. They either send me a check within that time period that the 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 grace period or I, I charge their card. But this person didn't feel comfortable um, char- putting their card on file. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry about that. All my rest of my clients are perfectly fine. That's our policy. So we can get paid on time and keep cash flow to keep our business profitable. And he's like, I understand, but I just don't feel comfortable with that. And I was like, well, I understand that, you know, good luck with the rest of your search. Right. So,
1: And what gets me the peanut gallery sends me messages. Paul, you don't understand when the check comes, this is a valid point, but let me explain. When you get the check, you get a hundred percent of the money when you put it in the bank. When you charge their card, the whether it's PayPal or yeah, Stripe or Square, they're all, a, I mean, it's all Up within a down, percentage yeah. point. The, the competition from the, the big players, they get their chunk. I was just talking to my bookkeeper, and I made a lot of money this year, Danny. Thank God. And how much money I paid in processing fees is like...
3: It's a lot. I was yeah. like,
1: I, what? My bookkeeper is like, yeah, Paul. And I was like, well, the... the, the solution is checks. But then I was like, you know what the, even though it hurts to see how much money I've paid in those fees, the convenience of not the not, checks in the mail, right? not the right. checks under the mat. And the solution is to raise to your bank. price, like right? raise your price by 3% or more to Do stay ahead of inflation and right. accommodate for that. So I know you guys love to, um, point out the mathematical difference of a check versus a card and the check is more
3: money for sure right but, but you but it's also more time it's you have more to go time deposit all these checks you're going and to the bank through stuff and more paperwork and we're, and- we're 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 quick to be efficient
1: with upgrading to a pb8010 but with our billing people don't you know,
3: they just want to be the old school way. So right, yeah. That that's the thing. Old school. we we, we want to have new school thinking for our business, and we're still doing old school yep. billing and pay, payments. So right. like
1: equipment we can see it, but
3: yeah, time. So I mean, that you know, they pay with a credit card. The invoice automatically updated, paid. It goes out of, out of your whatever software system you're using. It's paid, and you're good. You get a check. Not only do you have to go deposit it all, but then you have to go back and click, you know, invoice yeah. paid. And, and I mean. It's just one of those things, right? My my wife has been helping me out a lot with my business growth now, so she does all that for me. But you know, it, it, when I had to do it myself, it, it's a headache. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. You know, you definitely uh, you know can can save money. You think because you have check and or whatever. But like like Paul said, you just need to. It's it's a business expense that you need to plan in. You know, so that you can get that money fast and keep your cash flow. I know um, uh, companies, big companies, that they bill everyone by credit card the day that that they Send out yeah, the invoice. A, yeah, they, they send yeah. the invoice out, and they and they charge their card immediately. Yeah. So they get keep that. Ca- but they're a massive company. They're like millions of dollars a company, and they need to be able to keep that cash flow constantly. And they, their business changed dramatically when they did that because there was so much like weird money issues because there was just money floating around everywhere, and they're just playing these money games of like imaginary money, and they're just being held up by all this cash flow, all these checks that are in the mail, you know, and <laughs> and, and these big companies that have. You know they're they're cranking out hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of cash flow. You know regularly, they need to make sure that they are you know getting that cash flow back. So credit cards was definitely uh, the way to 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 solve that problem. You know, so it's definitely worth looking into, guys and and Danny for sure. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. There's there's still steps that I haven't taken uh, by all means, and uh, you know I mean there's a lot of stuff in this business that scare you. You know I mean to me it's literally the credit card thing of telling people, Hey, I need a credit card on file, you know, and to other people, it's like, Oh, that ain't what scares me. It's, you know, doing something totally different right. that I find is real comfortable for right. me to do.
3: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so what, what, uh, th- this time of year, we normally, you know, do the whole GIE thing. Um, I know. so what, <laughs> what, what, are, what are some of, you know, we try to bring this up and talk about it. What are some of your highlights and your, uh, memories from the GIE. How many times have you been? Uh, three times. So it's like the last three years or did you have a break in between or? It was or... 17, 18, and 19.
2: I'm trying to think if I went in 17. It might have only been the last two years I went and I think it was only the last two years I went but then again I think it was the last three. <clears throat> I can't remember what I did last week, more or less years ago but uh, but man, I'm um, GIE being canceled was just that was horrible to hear. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely, it was like, oh my god, no, don't do that, uh, because it's, that's that's uh, like, Super Bowl. Well, it's it's it, yeah, it, it's pretty much the time of the year that you know everybody talks about getting burnt out and mm-hmm. you know everything, and so it's nice to take that break mm-hmm. and just get away from everything because you're you're not close to home, you're totally different scenery, totally you're hanging out with people. Uh, talking about different things, seeing new equipment and stuff like that. So it's a way to just take your mind off of everything and get back on track, have a sigh, you know, a, just relieve yourself. And to where when you get back, you've got a, a rejuvenation refresh, fresh, yeah, yeah, fresh head focused. Yep. Um, to where, you know, you, you're like, all right, now I can get through the season, you know, and, and it makes it a lot easier to to do that because I usually go Monday. I'm there. And I don't leave till Saturday. Um, so I'm there for a full week when I go. I don't go for just two days. I, I literally go for
1: the Yeah, I love day. what Brian Ring did a few years ago. He sent out an email to all his customers and said "We it's a, a company um, – event or he had some kind of way he professionally mm. phased it and let his customers know in advance that we have a company event and you know business will be closed this week to start yeah that's it's what easier I let my clients know it's too. easier as a solo or guys with just one crew mm-hmm. but i know larger companies they'll shut it down for the week let their customers know and just take the whole week off yeah I, my first few years i was going and then i was trying to get work done before and then come back and get work done on that saturday <laughs> And it was I wasn't able to enjoy the trip as much as last year where I just shut it down that week and worked
3: hard before and after. So right, yeah, there's different ways you know to 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 figure that out. And as it keeps growing, right, it just seems like it just keeps stretching into more and more you know days like it used to be thursday friday you know now it's now it's wednesday thursday friday you know so it's just like it, it, it's Wednesday's become the new thursday so you just need more and more time to dedicate now to go right. down there because it's just such a good time and there just seems it's to be fabulous so, time yeah so much more things keep being added on and more and more people keep going and um it's, it's a really good time but what what are some of the key takeaways that you get from the gie like why do you go back every year
2: uh talking to different people There's people that I never, you know, I mean, I never realized that there were companies that watch me that were huge companies. Um, And so it kind of helps me because I talk to them and I'm like, oh, you know, and and so I can learn from other people's mistakes as well. It's not just uh, it's not just small channels coming to me or, you know, it's actually bigger channels, too. And so uh, it kind of makes you feel good about your channel when you when you've got million dollar companies watching you. Um, but you also, you know, you can ask questions too. And that's what I like about it is it's easier for me to ask a question in person and talk to you face to face than it is for me to call you on the phone. I feel more comfortable face to face than I do on the phone because I feel like I'm getting more out of it because I'm actually focused looking at you while you're talking, not just sitting there twiddling my thumbs while you're talking on the phone.
3: Right. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, what, what uh, I know recently, or it might have been, what, maybe two years now or something, you reached out to me about Toro. You you, did, you had to go through a whole transition of brands, I guess. You want to talk about yeah. that?
2: Yeah. Uh, the Skag, oh, man. <laughs> Skag fine. was in the shop all the time. Uh, it, was, it was constantly Toro's in the shop. sponsoring this podcast, so um, it's good to go. <laughs> it, was, it was constantly in the shop, and uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest, Toro was the last thing on my list to demo. Uh, Why is that? And, uh I'd owned a 30-inch and had nothing but issues with it. It was that 30-inch you know, 30 time-master that they came out with. It was just horrible. And um, see,
3: that goes to show you, you know, Skag, Toro, that it's not necessarily about Skag or Toro. You know, mowers are mowers. And, you know, if you get it used or even if you get it new, there could just be issues. Yep. It could be operator error or just, just things that just happen, you know, wear and tear. Like So you can't always just blame, like, oh, it's a Skag or and it's a Toro. And are you
1: mowing – short dry <laughs> right.
3: Bermuda grass or this long yeah wet clunky i mean right. yeah i know a lot of people use the 30 inch toro time master mm-hmm. constantly and, and then they're like what in the Good world the- this transmission's awful." Well, it's meant to mow once a week a regular lawn not
2: the new one several is, uh, times a week the new <laughs> one's totally different you know i bought the i bought the 10 uh foot pound engine when they came out and uh i mean i used it on my properties before I decided, hey, I'm not, if my mower don't fit, I'm not doing it. Um, And I used the crap out of it. And uh, so, you know, I put an hour meter on it and everything. And and, uh, when I dropped all the properties that I couldn't fit my mower through, I sold it. (laughs) Uh, I had no use for it anymore. But, uh, you know, I mean, I've got another one now. Uh, But uh,
3: But so you were having problems with Toro. So mm, you were like, I don't really like this particular mower. And then you were having, so you were initially and then you got skag and skag was having issues and then you're like yeah oh. the
2: skag was just it, it was so what did you do when you're like half of a nightmare of a nightmare i was renting mowers uh skag was was sending their reps out they were sending me to different uh dealerships to to have different dealers look at stuff and i'm going to be honest with you the thing that blew it for me with skag was when uh When I was talking to some of the higher up people in SCAG and um, they were asking me questions and he said, well, you know, we don't have any we don't have anything showing that this work got done. And I said, well, that's funny because I've got the paperwork showing it got done. So why don't you show anything about it? You know, and uh, and so uh, that honestly is pretty much what did it for me. Goes back uh, to
3: dealer support. I've talked about this over the years. It's it's clutch and it's tough. If you if you live in a small town or you just only have one dealer for that one brand, and mm -hmm. it's rough. And I know people that drive like an hour away just to get to a better dealer for a different brand or the same brand but different. So it's like you know you just you just gotta go. You gotta get that dealer support. So, I mean, how did the Toro, so then you're like stuck between, you're like, well, Toro was the last thing on my mind, but now Skag's falling apart and a dealer support's not where it needs to so be. I so, I started
2: then, demoing everything around. If, if they sold what, what it. What do you have around, uh, by the way? Well, we, pretty much anything except for X-Mark. Um, I didn't demo a Grasshopper. I didn't demo an X-Mark because we don't have an X-Mark dealer. Nearby. Well, you have like Gravely um, and stuff like that. I demoed that. Gravely. I demoed Toro, Wright, John Deere, uh, Bad Boy. Uh, bad, and, boy. There <laughs> bad, you go. bad boy, bad boy. Haven't seen those in <laughs> a minute. <laughs>
1: and
3: uh, Rick's mowing lots of bad <laughs> I you never everything. know who's going to sponsor the podcast, Taylor. I'm just saying. The Green Industry Podcast brought to you
1: by Bad Boy. There you go, Bad Boy mowers. Yeah, you don't Bad you don't boy. alienate people. Every, no, I'm Forgive
3: not, him, Bad Boy. <laughs> I'm not alienating anyone. Email Marty at
1: Green Industry Podcast.
3: <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't see a whole lot of Bad Boy around, so they need to get on the Green yeah, Industry there. Podcast so they can start expanding there you go. and growing. There you go. See that? Yeah, I, but, yeah, so I literally you
2: de- started demoing everything. Yeah. Um, and when it this came joke. down to it, uh, I was like, well, I'm going to demo everything in my area. Uh, I didn't care if I had to drive an hour away to a dealership. If if they were within an hour, I was demoing something. Uh, and so I demoed, started doing demos, and I demoed everything. And then I was like, uh, after, once again, Toro was the last thing on my list. Um so I started demoing it, and I was like uh, using it on my bi-weeklies at the time. I, I had a bunch of bi-weeklies, and so I was like, "Man, I need to find a mower that cuts real nice on these bi-weeklies, to where I feel like I don't have to double cut it, and you know mm-hmm. all this." So uh, Toro, I was demoing a 52 inch grandstand, and after having it a couple of days, I was like, "Man, I needed to, you know, I need it longer." <laughs> so they let me have it longer. I ended up keeping it for like two weeks and uh i called the guy because i was like man this is a fluke there's no way this toro is like out cutting right in my opinion anyway right um you know any of these mowers there's no way toro was on top and uh, so i was like i need it longer i need it longer so uh so i kept it i kept it for two weeks and uh, finally i called the guy and i said uh, i said are you willing to buy my skag and he's like well yeah and i said okay i said well what do you give me for it and we started talking numbers and uh so I took it to him, he ended up finding the problem that was going on with this mower. No other dealership could find. Five dealerships could not figure it out. Uh, I took it to him within ten minutes on a lift he had it figured out. He said, Take it back to your dealer, tell him this is what needs to be done. It's all covered under warranty and uh he said and then bring it back to me and I'll buy it. And I said, All right, so uh I paid it down to what he was gonna pay me for it. And then uh I told him, I said, Well you get me a forty-eight ready, I'm coming to pick it up. So I went and picked up a forty-eight inch and uh cause a forty-eight fit through majority of my gates, fifty two would Absolutely. Wood. And uh so I, I used it. Even on three acre properties, every week I was using that mower and I was like to the point to where once I started gaining enough acreage, I was like, Man, I gotta get something different. So that's why uh and a lot of people don't know this. Whenever I bought that Z Master, I never, I never mowed with one. Um, I don't even think I'd set on a mile ride at any time. Uh, but I, I knew it was, it was way more comfortable, you know. And uh, from everybody talking anyway, and so uh, I called the dealership and I said, "I'm already pre-approved. I've already got pre-approved. Uh, here's the number. Um, I'm coming to pick up a 3000 series Z Master. Get it ready." And I never even mowed with one. Uh, so um, I knew it had the same deck and everything as the grandstand. I was like, can't go wrong. So, you know, I, I ended up buying it, and here we are. So yeah, now. Yeah, uh,
3: now. now. So much for uh, Toro was the last thing on your mind. <laughs> right. Like everything's, right. Toro, so yeah. everything's Toro. Everything's yeah, Toro. That turbo um, force deck, you can't beat that, I yeah. swear. that's That thing will plow Love through it. anything and Love leave it. some nice crispy stripes. Yeah,
1: guys, they're giving away a Z-Master. I don't know by the time this podcast comes out, it's going to be right on the borderline, but it's on October
3: 15th. It's a Titan HD, ain't
1: it? Mm, I think I so. Think,
3: I think it's just the, the, the new Z-Master, right? I thought it was the Titan.
1: Nah. I think wow. it's the Z-Master. I could be wrong. Well,
3: Marty will clear that up yeah. for us. Yeah, Mar- Mar- <laughs> Marty runs this this show, okay? Yeah. It'll be something, guys. So uh, we forgot to check a- our notes right before
1: the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's on October 15th. You got to go to the virtual live event, and one lucky winner is going to win. So good luck, because I'm going. <laughs> I want to win, man. And, uh, but I don't know how they're doing the drawing, but someone's going to win. All right. And you guys can go, we'll put the link in today's show notes, and hopefully this episode comes out before October 15th. What's the date today?
3: The 10th. The 10th. Sorry, right. So it, you're going to have should. like yeah, three, three hours, yeah, so yeah.
1: <laughs> get in. And, uh, you know, I actually know a lot of people that have won major things. I think Jason Creole's one of those guys. Will Rice won a yeah. $12,000 Kubota mower. Uh, I think the Z-Master is what, over 10 grand?
3: Yeah, it's probably around 12. Depending on the size deck, yeah. obviously. Yeah, that so
1: industry. someone's got to win it, and I've known people that have oh, won things. Oh, it is. Things. It's the
2: 2000 series. Yeah, the yeah. new Z-Master, yeah. the new 2000, yeah, series, the 2000 series. Yeah, 2000 so series, yeah.
1: Look in today's show notes, and we'll put the link there to register. It's free, and uh, Toro's talking about some of their new products and giving it away. And I want a Green Industry Podcast listener to win, and then DM me, and then you'll probably be on the show to share the story. There you so. go.
2: I'll be back on the show later, guys. Yeah, there that'd be go. cool, man. That so, would be cool, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. I want
1: a Green Industry Podcast listener
3: to win. <laughs> that so. would be sweet. So, Danny, to wrap things up, do you have any uh, anything, open mic, anything that you want to okay. say? I mean, uh, how, you've been in the, doing this like, what, four years? 2016 you started five, your business? Yeah. Five years. Yeah. So what, what, what are maybe some things that you learned and, you know, you can kind of share? Uh,
2: the best thing I can give you advice for is uh, your head, your mindset can make or break your company. Mm-hmm. Um, literally your mindset by listening to other people, uh, you know, you, you get going and I think I did a video on this earlier this year, but, um, but you know, you, you get going and you, you get to listening, like you said, to other people and, uh, you know, things of that nature. And it's, it's just like any other thing that you do. Uh, everybody has a certain way of doing it. You have to learn your way. Um, quit listening to everybody tell you, you need to do it their way. Um, You know, I mean, you could, you could try their way, but do it. What's best for you, uh, quit listening to everybody thinking that, you know, you need to be where they're at, or you need to be, you know, uh, you're better than somebody else because you're, you know, past them. Um, but there's, there's so much to take into the industry. There's so much to take into it. And literally, I mean, it's the biggest thing is your mindset, uh, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, your mindset will literally make your business or break your business. You you go out one day uh, and the, you hook up your trailer, you got a flat tire. You know, OK, well, the day already started to crap. Uh, so, you know, then you go out and you mow a yard, your first yard, you get a flat. Now you got another flat. Uh, or you break a belt or something, you know. let hoop. Yeah. Everybody has <laughs> yeah. one of those days that <laughs> right. you know it's just. Uh, in our opinion, it's a horrible day, but it's how you take it. You know, right. uh, I mean, you're going to have to fix the flat regardless. Fix the flat, and move on. If you' sitting there sulking over it, uh, is not. It's just putting you farther behind. Right. Fix it and move on, and you know, don't worry about it because, uh, and, and that's the biggest thing, I guess, is is it happens to us all. A lot of people think, oh, it only happens to me. Uh, it, it happens to everybody. There's, right. there's, I mean, I've had so many flats last year that it, it drove me so nuts that I was like, Oh my God, they just need to make a twill tire for, for trailers. So I don't have to worry about flats. Yeah. Or um, you could just
3: get the ramp rack.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. have
3: a heavy duty truck. You don't
2: have to worry about them trailer tires. I don't have enough. I got too much equipment to put on the ramp pull rack. Yeah. To one
3: time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got to condense to just like, you know, we just mow and go, you know what I mean? We have our, our you know, a full full service, but we've got the right setup, and it all fits on my eight-foot bed, and it's the perfect, you know, quick right. in-and-out mowing setup, you know. But my, I still have my trailer because we still got to load. We're going to get ready for leaves and baggers mm-hmm. on stuff, and we can't fit that, obviously, on the ramp rack, so we get it all loaded up with backpack blowers, all that. So, uh, But for mowing season, man— the, the efficiency of the ramp rack or like a, a box truck or, you know, a yeah. P- zuzu NPR, like a lot of the whole kind the of truck. thing. Yeah. The whole kind of setup where you just have one thing instead of pulling a trailer. But yeah.
2: that's, I mean, it's, it's literally all about, you know, efficiency. your company. Yeah. 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 I, it's, it's literally, I mean, once again, everybody has different goals, you know, right. where do you, where do you want to be? Uh, but you know, you've got to have goals. Yeah. Like don't just play it by, you know, I mean, at least go, okay. I'd like to at least make, 10,000 more dollars this year, at least have goals. Even if you don't hit them, maybe it, it, it'll it make you strive harder to, you know, say, okay, well, I want to grow 15,000 now instead of 10,000. Um, but you know, just back to the mindset, man. I mean, the, the mindset is the biggest thing over this whole industry of, uh, you know, listening to people and, uh, you know, once again, bad days happen to everybody. It's, it's all in how you take it. Are you going to let it make you or break you? Uh, and, you know, when it, this is the time of year that everybody's getting wore out. And they're mm. really burnt. You know, they're like, oh, my God, I'm just so done. And the quality yeah. of work starts dropping. Uh, and you've got to keep in mind, it's almost over. If you're in the Midwest, it's almost over. Finish uh, strong. Finish strong. You've got, strong. You've got yeah. literally, you know, probably, what is this? This is the first, second. You've got five more weeks left probably of, uh, you know, I mean, just get through it. Right. And you're done. Um, you know, I mean if it takes you a little longer to keep that quality, do it. Uh but you know what? Finish strong because if you don't, somebody's gonna be getting a phone call going, Hey, I need new service. Uh, yeah. you know, I need a bid because this guy, you know, blew it at the end of the season. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is you know, everybody's like, uh, I got a little tier program that I have of people talking or, you know, when customers are, are gonna call. Um, and we just did you know stage 3 we're in stage 4 now for the aerations and and seeding and things like that Uh, like the end of July starting Mm -hmm. of August is another time people are going to call you Mm -hmm. and uh, Mm -hmm. it's because the heat was pretty much so bad that people started falling off Mm -hmm. Uh, they either you know quit their company and said this is not what I want to do or their quality went totally downhill because they were trying to rush because it's 100 degrees outside um, and you know when somebody's paying you something you don't want to pay for crap right so uh so you know I mean that the phone start ringing again and uh, it's guaranteed you know it's guaranteed every year it's guaranteed uh but Now you know why. You know, I mean, there could be other reasons, but that's usually majority of the reasons is they're not happy with the service they got over the summer. Uh, You know, so-and-so started off good. And clients don't put that into perspective of, oh, it was 100 degrees outside. He probably just – it was hot. He probably just missed that, you know, uh, or things like of that nature. All they know is I'm paying you to do a job. (laughs) Right. You know, we want you to do it. We want it to look good. Uh, So, yeah, I mean – there's there's a lot to it there's a lot to this industry that I still don't even know uh but I'm I'm trying to learn you know day by day I'm trying to learn but I'm trying to take it slow uh I'm 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 the cautious type like I always like looking and going okay what could go wrong right uh before I jump into something
3: you yeah, know but for sure well that's great advice Danny You definitely you know the mindset and and uh you know just making sure that you finish strong right it's for the, the end of the season so so, definitely.
1: Awesome. Well, hey, guys, we're going to let Danny get back to work. Naylor and I are going to hit the highway. So, we're, we all have a YouTube channel. If you want more, want to watch us on the YouTube. Naylor, what's your YouTube channel? Mr. Uh, 10K <laughs> Subs. LCR, Lawn Care Rookie. All right. Mr. 10K Subs and counting. Lanier. Lanier Lawn Care. All right. And you can follow me on YouTube, Paul Jamison as well. So we're going to kick it back to Mr. Producer in the ATL. And uh, thanks again for taking time out of your work day for uh, Naylor and I to stop by.
2: Thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening, guys.
0: Hello, it's Marty. Are you interested in starting a lawn care business, but you're still struggling to learn the best workflow and even master the basics? Want to mow like a pro? Launtrepreneur Academy is making available the How to Professionally Cut Grass training program. It includes four tutorial style videos designed to help you learn the basics for mowing, trimming, edging and blowing. If you've been wondering what's the most efficient way to cut grass and make the properties that you manage look as manicured as possible, then this economical $30 program is for you. Brian will teach you the basics of how to operate each piece of equipment, tips and tricks that he's mastered over the last decade, and even the best way to approach a lawn to make sure that you're turning your customers into raving fans. Now, these tutorial videos, they're great to share with anyone on your team that's got a smartphone or a tablet. Utilize them as tutorials, as e-training with new hires on the team. You can ramp up the onboarding process by teaching new team members the best way to cut grass as a lawn care professional. Learn best practices, whether you've mowed one lawn or a thousand lawns. There's something to be learned in this fun and educational How to Professionally Cut Grass training program exclusively at LawnpreneurAcademy.com. Ballard Innovative Products is a full line of gear for the lawn and landscape professional. From mower gear, safety gear, trailer racks, equipment securement, equipment servicing tools, aerators, mower blades, and much more to make you efficient, effective, safe, and profitable in the field. Be sure to check out the Catch Pro Aluminum Bagger and the Ballard Blades and X-Blade combination to dominate this fall. With over 20 years of selling accessories and 30 years of the business, we're sure we've got something you can't live without. Use coupon code FALLTOUR at ballard Dot com to save 10% off anything on the website during the month of October. That's ballard promo code FALLTOUR, and the link will be in the show description. You have been listening to the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks again to Ballard Products, Law Entrepreneur Academy, Jobber, and Toro for powering our Midwest Fall Tour. Support our sponsors and check out their products as we have provided the links in today's show notes. And remember, use the promo code FALLTOUR when checking out at Ballard-Inc.com to save 10% and use the promo code PODCAST for 10% off at LauntrepreneurAcademy.com. And of course, don't forget to smash that subscribe button to stay up to date with future episodes as the tour rolls on.